Okay. <laughs> what's up, everyone? Welcome to the What's Up E podcast. I'm Kevin, and I am here with Aaron Chen. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, so Aaron, uh, if you wanted to like introduce yourself um, by saying your name, and then like what age you are, and how many girlfriends you've had in your Oh, place. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to dive, <laughs> dive deep into the real stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Don't say the last one unless you want to. But uh, I guess you could say, like, how we met. Right. Okay. All right. My name is Aaron. Um, hello. I am 20 years old. I'm, uh, same girl as Kevin at UW. Studying comp sign whatnot. Um let's see how we met i think we we kind of met through um through basketball right and we um uh, pretty sure it was like wait wait or did it did it happen through basketball it was like oh no 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 it was you, you yeah. randomly yeah. What, was it the uh the table for four? Oh, okay that was the okay. first time we met that was like the first time but then like i think the actual time we met was like you texted me to get tiger room Oh. out of like nowhere oh yes okay yeah, yeah i was like who is this guy yeah yeah so yeah. the the very first time was table four but i actually didn't really talk to you then but then yeah you i remember you forgot that i was even yes there. yeah yeah that, that was very yeah, sad I'm, I'm pretty you. sure um what was it angela she was like oh you guys had table four together and then i was like we did oh yeah, um, yeah. exactly yeah so let's see yeah, the first time we actually talked was probably Tiger Room. I remember because was it um was it late freshman year or was it early sophomore year? It was freshman year, but it was like spring okay. quarter, beginning think, of spring I quarter. Think that maybe? makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I basically hit you up because I think I was like, oh, dude, there's a lot of a lot of people around AIV and in school that I don't know yet, um, and I was like, I remember hearing about Kevin or something, and was like. Dude, this guy sounds like a cool guy. Let's uh, let's 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 see if he's actually <laughs> cool. Let's see if he's actually cool. <laughs> and then um, and then I just hit you up. Um, but no, no, I think it was just like I just want to meet new people. And then um, I did know you before that, but we just didn't talk that much. But I think we had like brief conversations, and like I was like, oh, this guy sounds like like a pretty easygoing guy, pretty chill, maybe cool. So then I had to test oh, yeah, the definitely. coolness. I had to see if he really, you know, authentically yeah. cool. Oh yeah, it has to be like way above to be you know my friend and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, and then it was it was like below your expectations. <laughs> no, it exceeded exceeded <laughs> my expectations. Uh, oh yeah, I think where we actually started like bonding, I guess, was like we played like basketball like every day. Oh yeah, morning. oh yeah, that was yeah <laughs> the grind, you know, like earlier morning stuff. And so I I think um, yeah, I was like, dude we got to keep it up during you know during college and then i i found out that you hooped a lot so i was like dude let's just go to morning early morning workouts you know 6 a.m that's what we did 6 a.m for like every single day for a couple weeks um i feel like we might have missed a couple days but it doesn't really matter because um that's negligible but yeah dude like that stuff definitely a golden time i still remember those days those mornings yeah but that was like the most. Okay, that was not the most fun. But <laughs> what? That, <laughs> that was, was the most fun. fun for me, man. 
no it was a good time though dude because like we were like pushing ourselves yeah, and like we were sweating buckets and like we were getting buckets at the yeah. same time and and like uh nah it was it's very memorable because i think like the only things you, you yeah. do remember are like the the times where you're like kind of outside of your comfort zone like those are like the memories that like you really kind of uh they stay with you so i mean okay this is gonna be a transition just go for it but, just uh, hammer me i have some i really kind of want to ask okay. this so is this is like a spicy question is um, this like controversial and like all right yeah so i was wondering are you interested in a better right now is that is that a serious question <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean serious of course it's serious all right well <clears throat> let's see the people people want to yeah. know you know like Friends want to know if you are, um, are you investing your time into thinking about someone? I, I want to say I'm, I'm like particularly investing my time in thinking about one particular person right now, but hey man, I oh, like, okay. I, you know, you got to keep your options open and you just got to, you know, talk <laughs> with a lot of people and mingle around and, and kind of like see, you know, you know, see the vibes that you're getting from someone or if just like, you know, if you want to get to know someone better, you know, and so it's, it's like, um, oh, so not right now, but like 10 minutes ago, you were thinking, Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 But, but <laughs> okay. now, now it's a, <laughs> now it's a cooler temperatures. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That, uh, that wasn't my, no, that wasn't uh, what the heck dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just bait me into this. <laughs> Goodness. Um, it's a real scumbag here. <laughs> hey guys, sorry to cut you off, but just wanted to leave a quick message from a sponsor that brought to you guys this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted to ask because, like, I think the first thing I noticed, you're like a pretty independent person. Really? And. Yeah, like I don't know if you think that, nope, but I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, <just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at my parents' house, dude. <laughs> I live off my mom's food. <laughs> I'm practically 100 percent dependent on their income. Anyways, continue. Okay, wait. I don't know if I should ask this anymore. <laughs> so, like, I guess, like, I, I don't know if I like necessarily consider myself like just the title, like independent errand or whatever you know like for me it's just it, it's i mean I, i'm just like a pretty solitary guy so like i i like you know i like my alone time um and i i like to yeah be alone and kind of just do do things on my own it, that's kind of just always been a little bit more natural for me um i mean i obviously love group settings and especially with close friends like that still definitely you know uh, resonates with me a lot and and i you know, oftentimes, like, I'm always hanging out with friends and catching up with people, but um, usually, like, on, on, like, typical days, I, I mean, I just naturally enjoy, like, chilling by myself, listening to music, tunes, coding, and reading or something, um, just living a very peaceful and, like, solitary life. That's, that's just, like, what's come natural for me. I don't, like, yeah, I, I don't really see it as, like, oh, Aaron is so independent, you know, like, ah, you know, I don't need anyone. Like, of course I do, you know, but it's, it's like in many times, in many ways, it's just like a, a pretty just natural flow for me to just enjoy being at home and reading or being at my apartment or something. And like, um, I don't know, listening to music and looking out into like a view or something like, it's just like super serene. And I enjoy that peacefulness. 
but that's not to say that like i am like i i like i don't need other people like i definitely need social interaction and i i i cherish like conversations with close friends and like um jokes and everything and and that stuff like i i definitely can't go without that stuff like that's i think it's crucial into like how you are as a person and like um yeah picking your friends kind of helps define yourself too and so um yeah i mean like i don't i don't see myself as like aaron is you know so independent you know that kind of title that kind of like you know award i guess or whatever right i just see myself as like a i just like peaceful solitary settings yeah yeah honestly i just said independent because i just wanted to make it more dramatic (laughs) just ask it more direct you gotta do it for the podcast i i thought like for me at least like i love to be alone or something like that like i didn't mind being alone that's what i thought but then like i actually crave people like talking talking with people and hearing them speak yeah yeah and and it's i think it's interesting because you were like kind of really really alone back in like um you know when quarantine kind of hit and everything kind of shut down um because like i mean your parents are still like they're they still went to the restaurant right every single day so you're like really like in your own solitude um at the apartment right yeah Yeah. it's like so for me like yeah like i think a balance of like a 70 30 80 20 of like 70 percent like me time alone time just doing my own thing and then having you know 30 percent of like just talking with someone that like that was kind of like the yeah. balance that happened like during um during like the end of spring quarter and like um because you know i still have my roommates around and so i like i wasn't necessarily just like all alone all the time even though like i, I still do yeah. prefer alone time but i mean i still you know took opportunities to talk with my roommates and hang out with them i mean and like even now you know like i don't really see a lot of like uh friends on campus because i'm at home but I'm talking with, you know, my parents, you know, just because they're also home um, most of the time. And so I'm, you know, um, when I'm not reading or like when I'm not like coding or anything, like I'm, I'm usually just joking around with them or talking with them. So uh, my days are definitely like a like a 70, 30, 80, 20 kind of balance. And um, I kind of like that for sure. Um, but yeah, mm. I, I'd say you definitely went through something a little harder. I don't think I would have been able to like live in you know like my apartment with like no one around and have that for like six yeah. days straight like you know every single week no no like every <laughs> single week you know six days straight because your parents come home on sundays right yeah. so like i i don't think i'd be able to do that even though like i i do enjoy my solitude be like <laughs> i also want to have that social interaction so yeah i see that um yeah um so you're taking a gap quarter but i was like like what what really like motivates you like when you wake up i guess so that's a good question, Kevin. So like, I would say it really depends on your definition of productivity because so many people like they, I mean, as a student, you know, and, and are, you know, everyone that's listening to this probably, you know, have, have they've been to school, you know, they've been to probably high school, college, right? Like our definition of productivity is like this idea that like, oh, we got to finish these assignments on time. We got to like study for these tests. That's what makes us productive. Now, like when I came into this gap quarter, that was that definition of productivity was definitely on my mind. I was like, dude, I'm not like doing anything, you know, like I'm not really like, um, let's see, like studying for tests or like learning about things in, in, in classes or whatnot. Right. And so like, I was a little like, 
you know, I was a little upset, you know, it's for sure. I, I wasn't really doing that kind of stuff, but I slowly, mm-hmm. I kind of changed my definition of productivity as I kind of came through this gap quarter and realized that like, like, dude, screw that, like kind of definition, screw that viewpoint. Like if I consider like a day productive, if you're just enjoying what you're doing, man, like if you're actually just like yeah. curious about something, you're pursuing something and like you're, um, you're just kind of like going towards that, uh, towards a certain goalpost, like for me, like I'm, I, I definitely enjoy coding and, and reading. So like, and playing, I don't know, the guitar or something. So, um, you might not like a typical person might not see that as like productive just because like no one's grading that or no one's like, you know, saying this or that, like there's no deadline, there's no yeah. due date, there's no nothing. There's not a teacher telling you something that's wrong or right. Um, but you know, I think like as long as they're kind of just like enjoying the things that you're doing and you're pursuing things and you're, you're, you know, you're on a quest for like learning and to explore new things. Like I consider my days, if I'm doing that, like I consider it pretty productive. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I never want to go back into like this, this kind of, um, a very rigid, rigid point of view where like, um, you know, like everything's been on school. Like you, you, people are so much more than just like what they are in school, man. Like, it's um yeah yeah don't don't like emphasize that part because it's just it's just like not you it's not conducive to like happiness it's not conducive to like being content and being at peace um so for for me for me like i, I was definitely like at the beginning of the gap quarter or i guess like after my internship even before my gap quarter started like i was um i was feeling the distress and i was feeling like oh like what am i doing you know like i'm i'm kind of wasting my time away you know like i'm not um, you know, doing this and that and that and that, or whatever, you know, um, and yeah, it's just cause like the, my definition of productivity, um, or I guess like I'm not even striving for like productivity. I'm just striving for like, how can I make myself happier? You know, like how can I like, how can I just improve my well being? you know, <laughs> like, like you don't, it's, it's yeah. the, you know, it's life isn't about like grind time twenty four seven. Life is not about like like yeah. let me get like crap done. Yeah. You know, it's not about getting crap done. It's about like enjoying the crap that you're doing and like <laughs> yeah. you know, so enjoying the crap. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think like what I like started to realize was because like I remember like I'm I would always be like, Okay, I need to set like a set schedule and follow this. And then that means I'm productive. But, like, I, f- I feel like the flaw with that that I come to realize is, like, why are you trying to be productive when you should just, like, be doing it because, like, you want to be doing it, right? Like, why are you doing something you necessarily don't want to do? And I don't mean, like, okay, don't go through the pain to get what you want. But, like, sometimes I feel like we just need to think about, like, what we are yeah. doing and, like, why we really want to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think... I think there's some some goodness to like being productive, but you just have to like be centered around like the right kind of um, goals, right? And the and the right kind of like like why do you want to be productive? You got to ask yourself like why do you want to be productive? Is it is it just to like yeah. is it so you could like you know be happy checking off like ten things on a to do list, or is it because you're actually learning something, doing something that you actually want to learn about and you're actually curious about, right? Um, so yeah. yeah, and then like. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of 
the you just have to find the 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 things in life that you are that you have intrinsic like motivation for that like it's something that you just want to do yourself and something that you want to continue doing um and you kind of just have to guide yourself towards that i think uh my time you know being in a like in a gap quarter has been super open-ended and i've honestly loved that you know being able to just kind of um like i don't really have a set schedule sometimes um a lot of the times i just kind of you know um i think like the only kind of concrete things that i do each day is probably read because i just i enjoy reading um and coding maybe but even coding is like maybe a little less consistent and um i yeah like it's i don't like wake up 5 a.m 6 a.m and i i'm like i want to get crap done you know like no let's that's not that's not what I what I what I want to do right now. I want to you know take my time, yeah. take it easy because I think a lot of what I'm doing right now is a lot more creative work, and creative work doesn't necessarily um, creative work kind of just happens, you know. And, and it's not it's not like some yeah. proper recipe. There's not like some proper recipe to like oh you you know like optimize something, optimize code or, or paint something or. Or to like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah, in my opinion, like, yeah, there's just no set schedule that you should follow. But um, I guess I shouldn't say that. I should say an open-ended schedule is what you should aim for. Like, you should have some things that are habitual and some things that, you know, um, that aren't so, that are kind of more open-ended to whatever you want to do. I think exercise, having that as a constant in your schedule is a great thing. Uh, but I don't agree with having you know i gotta check 10 things off my checklist before 10 10 a.m right like let's not have that as part of your thing as part of your routine because that's just you know some days you're not going to get that done some days you are but it's it's, you know why are you checking those things off you know and so um some things are good for schedules some things aren't and um, a lot of creative work that happens and a lot of just like pursuing things that you want to do that more or less is not going to be a schedule in itself but there are some things like exercising and maybe reading that could be a good schedule because maybe that helps your well-being and maybe that you know keeps you healthy and and, um keeps you probably happier too so um there are some constants for sure but um a lot of like the work that i do now is definitely more or less like um open-ended and like i don't have you know one to four p.m do this i don't do that like i just kind of go with the flow sometimes yeah i was always like before college for me at least like I was doing, I was really doing what I wanted, playing basketball, right? Like all season long, all year long. And that's like literally what I wanted to do. When I quit basketball and like, like doing school and then like even coming to college in the beginning too, I was, I think I was just confused because I had to force myself to like something. I just had to get over this hump that like I need to force myself to like something or I need to like learn how to like something yeah I think I think that's like what I had to try to overcome was like okay now something's in the past and now I have to like move on and right, get right um, find something else and it's and it's super weird because like you might really like something like one thing but like there's like so many more yeah. things in this world to like experience and like to know yeah right right and it's same with me right because like basketball is a huge part of my, my life also and and kind of you know um having having that uh you know like that mission you know to you know play college and play in the future having that mission kind of scrapped away um and uh leaving me kind of like empty uh, i definitely feel feel what you're feeling um like it's you know basketball was like a love of our lives at one point and now it's like um 
if we're playing basketball now, we're not really like it's it's not necessarily towards a you know some bigger greater goal, um, some you know tangible goal at least. It's it's more just like it's just like a hobby. We enjoy playing it. We love the competitiveness. Um, and so yeah, and, and I think I think a uh, uh, man childhood is so important because if if you're given a lot of freedom and like openness in childhood, in your childhood, like I think children can find things so much easier i think like children and kids in general just uh they can love to they can love things more easier than like older people i guess they can love to do things easier and like they they're more curious and they're just there's like no there's no friction you know and so like at least for me i was lucky because i got i kind of got into coding when i was younger and Mm. i got like hooked on that um yeah you know playing games and like coding and whatnot so like after yeah hacking minecraft you know (laughs) like i i was so into that and that kind of made my you know childhood was that like i as a child you know like i found basketball later on but like you know coding was also something that i really found that i like enjoyed doing and even now like i'm still with it and so that's why like i think like yeah what you do in your childhood definitely is a big big you know like if if you're you know raised with like a lot of openness and a lot of you know um Mm. free freedom to like be curious and to like explore then you um you have a lot more things to do like later on not saying that you can you can like transition like you can definitely transition to new things that you haven't tried when you're younger but Mm -hmm. now that you're older you can do that but um i guess like for me uh, i think what i did when i was younger has definitely helped um kind of mold me and what i do now right like coding and stuff and, and basketball and so um yeah, I I feel that because like, if if I wasn't if I wasn't able to pursue basketball, I'd probably just be doing school, right? And so it would be really like restrictive for me, I guess. And I and I might not even realize that I'm being like restricted, but like let's say if my parents are like no, you can't do basketball and you just gotta do school, I wouldn't even like have the thought of like I can I can do anything else but school. I think, and so like I think the fact that the way I think has been more open-minded, I feel like, just because I was able to, like, pursue something I want that has nothing to do with school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so, like, it, it kind of all goes into, like, um, how, you know, like, what is the parent's role for their children? You know, like, what, what exactly, like, do they have planned out for them? And, like, if I were to have kids, you know, I... I'd, I'd let them try like a lot of things and then we'd narrow down things that they like to do first because I, I would never want to push my kid into doing something that I ever wanted to do just because like I because well because like I you, you need to have them explore man like I even like my childhood like I was pushed on to things that like I didn't really want to do uh, well, I guess I didn't want to do them because they're pushed on to me if they weren't pushed on to yeah. me then I might actually enjoy doing them more so yeah I do think you know like yeah like you if you're if you have like a tiger parent or like if you grow up to be like a tiger parent you know like your your children just aren't going to be happy man it's they're like they're going to be they're going to be ingrained of your values and it's it's just not going to work out they're, they might be they yeah. might end up like incredibly smart or like like you know yeah. genius or whatever but like do they know what it means to be happy like i doubt it so yeah <laughs> yeah and and i actually just read this like before my we started recording but, like, it was talking about, like, how freedom is not necessarily doing whatever you want. But it's more like re- having restrictions allows you to have freedom. And what the analogy was, like, is like a fish. 
Like if you got if you put a fish anywhere, it's not gonna survive, right? You have to put it like in the water, you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and like yeah. it has to be restricted in the water to like um be free. Right? And like the same with like planes or like birds. Like they have to follow the laws of like aerodyna- aerodynamics in order to like be free and like move whatever they want. So I think right, that, right. that that like kinda ties into like the parent being the one that's like restricting but like uh, at the same time like they're they're just there to like give them freedom right right yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah and like parents the environment you grew up in right like you're you're not gonna have the chance to try every single sport you're not gonna have the chance to like try every single thing right but you're, you're, you're gonna have there's constraints right and you make deal with them but more or less they aren't that bad i have i have a small slash maybe not small question but uh do you have like a role model? Do I have a role model? Or, um, or are, is yourself the role model? Oh yeah, myself. <laughs> um, just joking. Uh, hopefully, I'm not that narcissistic. Um, let's see. I I don't have one specific role model, but there are a lot of people that I I I do admire. Um, so one of them, when I was a lot younger, is definitely Steve Jobs, and I think still oh, yeah. is a part of it is Steve Jobs. Um, other people that I also admire, uh, let's see, Jason Frieden. Oh yeah. 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 Kevin Lee. (laughs) Absolutely. You you gotta watch his hoop mixtape on YouTube. That's, that's exactly where I get, you know, where I found out. Um, but yeah, so the creator of Ruby, so, uh, David Hannemeyer Hansen is a Ruby is, uh, can you explain what Ruby is? I don't think a lot. Yeah. Um, creator of um, a programming language called Ruby. It's basically what GitHub and Shopify and um, a lot of other big companies kind of use. Stripe uses it too. Um, so like all of, a lot of software is built on top of it. But um, nah, David's just like a cool guy. Uh, super, super uh, outspoken. He's very opinionated. And I like that because I think um, I've been trying to become more opinionated as I kind of, uh, kind of go on. Um, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, Mirakami. So he's a writer, Haruki Mirakami. Um, he just writes these crazy novels that are just uh, just out of the world, dude. They're, like, they're very, very um, different to, like, anything else that I've ever read. Um, and, like, there's these surrealist novels with, like, lots of vulgarities and, like, illicit content. It's crazy. It's, like, uh, really out of this world. But, like, that's kind of, like, his space. That's, his, like, his niche. And I, I like really admire his imagination is and his willingness to kind of like try out like totally different things from what other people are writing. Mm-hmm. So that, um, and then I'm also reading a book, uh, that is a biography of Frank Oppenheimer, um, the brother of Robert Oppenheimer. They both like were physicists at, um, Los Alamos and they helped develop, you know, the, like the, the nuclear bombs, so like the hydrogen and plutonium and also the, um, uh, uranium bomb and, they so robert or actually i guess frank yeah he's like a super super cool guy and i think a lot of the values that i read about in the book at least definitely a lot of me um and um and the lives they led were like totally different so like robert and frank were like even though they're they were uh you know and at the in the same league at one point they definitely deviated and and um i definitely admire frank a lot for what he's done um especially with like he built like this science museum in san francisco which is like uh, it's called Exploratorium, and it's it's really just like a museum dedicated to like, um, you know, making you curious and making you like addicted to like learning and like being able to like test out new things and to to think scientifically. Um, so, 
Yeah, and, and so I'm reading that book, so that's why I, I'm a huge fan of him. And then, um, let's see, other people that I admire. Oh, Jason Fried. So, yeah, David Hanemeyer Hansen and Jason Fried, uh, they both um, were the co-founders of a company called Basecamp. And, um, Basecamp. Yeah, yeah. And so they, it's it's just like a project management company, but, um, okay. uh, or they, they develop a product for product management, but uh, okay. they're just like really... When, when you just hear them talk and stuff like they're they're informed and they, they they know what to say and they're very articulate and they're also like i said opinionated and they have their own ideas and so the reason why i kind of like them is because they put they put out like risky ideas and possibly controversial stuff and they pursue um, and it hmm? they pursue them yeah and then they pursue them and then like uh what i like about them is that like i, I can definitely like hear what they say and kind of think to myself like do i agree with what they're saying like you know is this something that is smart or just like completely just like bonkers right um so yeah that and then um <clears throat> yeah and then naval ravikant is like also he's like a a pretty like yeah he's like a philosopher investor um programmer type of guy he's like this like crazy guy he's also like very well very opinionated and um, I don't know if I quite like his viewpoints, but he's he's definitely a very stoic kind of guy who's who thinks a lot, and so a lot of his thinking is is definitely um, yeah. has helped me kind of like think about the world a little bit better. But um, yeah, those are just like some people. Wow, I don't I, I don't know any of them except for Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's fine. But yeah. that's like, <laughs> but I feel like you reading books has like really changed your role models because like th- these are all from books right like, oh uh, yeah a lot of them are from, the, from yeah. books from reading from just websites online that i read about so yeah yeah okay i was just gonna say my role model is um iron man but <laughs> uh, oh wait oh i mean whoa i have a lot of other role like dude when it comes to movies i'm a huge fan of like you know christopher nolan um oh, okay. ruby Batman? scott so yeah yeah ruby scott um, Chris- ruby scott so he made um the Alien series. He also made Blade Runner, the original one. Oh, I, um, oh the original one. Yes, yeah. And it's it's he's like a fantastic, just, I just love his directing. At least like from Blade yeah, yeah. Runner and Alien. And then Denis Villeneuve, he made Sicario. And he also made Arrival. So if you watch that, I know that's a more recent movie. Um, he's also like this, he's like this cool, I think he's French or, or, or Spanish. Uh, he's like yeah. this cool wonky guy. And, um uh, he he makes some good movies and then um huge fan of christopher nolan obviously just because his directing style or i guess like the i love how he writes and directs and produces like you, the majority of his movies do you watch um, a lot of like behind the scenes because i don't uh, know i don't know any directors like except for like the big ones like christopher nolan or like um who's the guy who made transformers <laughs> Oh, Michael Bay, dude, that yeah, guy's Michael known Bay. for like loud sounds, like boosh, 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 you know, like machine guns and yeah, like crazy yeah. stuff. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, Michael Bay is like a meme because like he uh, all he does is like make these loud and like crazy sounds. like yeah sounds and yeah, like yeah. um yeah they're all electronic. Yeah, isn't he famous for like doing explosions too? Like yeah, lots of explosions. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty exactly. sure he did like 13 hours or something and like um a lot of other crazy it's- just like. It's crazy yeah. how much like money goes into these movies and like and like the return like if they don't get a good return which is like it's just so sad to see all that like work go to like yeah for waste. sure yeah yeah um it's always sad so yeah. but I mean 
Yeah, when you're yeah when you're making a movie, when you're like directing a movie or producing it or like writing a plot for a movie, it's 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 all like an art, you know. And it's exactly. some some people hate your art, some people really love your art. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's very subjective it's so in that sense. Yeah, um, but another guy that I thought of, Wes Anderson. He he, I think he wrote and produced and directed uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel, and I I just love the style of the hotel uh, of the movie. I mean, it's super super just like. Yeah, and then the dialogue is so funny. It's like a very easygoing, happy-go-lucky movie. So it's different from like your regular. I don't know. I used to watch a lot of dark movies, so that was that. That was a change of pace from from all the dark movies that I watched. Um, so I, I recommend it if you guys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. So like, it's like good reception. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, you can okay. ask me questions if you want. All right, let me ask you. Yeah. Right now, um, and I, I think like everyone kind of has uh, different. I mean, everyone, everyone kind of lives in like different seasons of their lives, you know, and and, and those circumstances bring about yeah. different kind of thinking and philosophies. I'm wondering, in your current season of life, what are some leading philosophies that you have to kind of govern the way you go about school, or go about friendships, or go about faith, or people, um, or work, or the future? You know, your career yeah holy crap i'm pretty sure my philosophy will change like depending on what where i'm at in life and like what year yeah. i am you know yeah yeah but I would so what say, is it right now but i would say right now if i'm scared to do something i don't want to back i don't want to run away from it it's it can be like oh i kind of want to do something but i just didn't do it you know like hmm. for me i think if i really kind of want to do something i'm just gonna do it now you know, yeah. or like, <clears throat> if I'm scared to do something, I'm going to do it regardless of how scared I am. Because like, I I want to do a podcast. And so like, I was actually scared also because I was like, okay, this is going to be a lot of time. And I like don't want to do it because like, I've been avoiding like a lot of people that I like am friends with. So it's like, it's like me. Yeah, I think that's like what I am. That's like, what'd you say? Like philosophy of my right. life right now. It's like yeah. not backing away from like what I'm scared of. And so, yeah, hopefully I can like keep this up because I don't want this to be like a one-time thing where I'm, but yeah, did you say you want to say what you, what your philosophy was right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like uh, they're all kind of very small kind of ideas that I just have for myself. But I, I, I think what you said is pretty, pretty important. And I think that's like, it's also pretty relevant to where you are in life right now, right? Like I've never kind of um, backing down and just like doing things that you, you like to do. And so I think, yeah, how I guess like I'm living my my life right now is is, is uh, definitely one. Yeah, it's definitely like I don't want to back down on anything that I, I want to do. That, that's for sure something. Um, and I guess um, other kind of leading philosophies that I have is is um, and this is something more tangible and something like less philosophical or anything but like when it comes to like picking my my future right like i um i want to you know as, as i've kind of thought over this you know um like whether i wanted to you know start a company or, or work at a startup or, or work at a large company you know or um maybe screw all that and become homeless on the streets right like as i kind of think about that and and you know want to pick out you know where my career just like where i want to go in life 
um, I found that, you know, like, oh, yeah, I would definitely want to work at a startup or, you know, start a company. And, and, and the more that I think about it now, you know, maybe starting a company right now isn't the best thing to do. Um, and so, mm-hmm. or just some, just something that hasn't been necessarily, um, on my mind for a long time. It was like, Aaron, you got to start a company, but like that in itself has been such an, I think it's been like an unhealthy target. Um, because like you, people don't start a company to start a company, you know, people uh, yeah. should start a company because they found, they something. have, they found something or like, you know, they're in, they know a problem area and they, they're passionate about it. They're interested in it. So that right so when it comes to like me you know wanting to work at smaller companies i've kind of chosen like a different kind of path compared to like um how other people go about applying to companies i i'm taking a risk in that i'm applying to a very select few of companies like a very minute set of companies that i've researched and i've looked into and that i think i really enjoy really would enjoy working at and i would just like go all in on those companies I'm I'm not like applying to a hundred companies and seeing, yeah. um, like yeah. you know, crossing my fingers and being like, gosh, I really <laughs> hope I get this guy, you know, like, and then like yeah, maybe I get a job interview at like um, I don't know, some boring bank or something or like boring or I don't know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, you know, so so like, and it's risky, right? Because I'm applying to so few companies, yeah, it's risky that like, holy crap, if I don't get any of them, then what's going to happen. Right. So I'm kind of taking that risk and I'm betting on the fact that like, if I can go all in on these companies and, and by going all in, I mean like contacting people at the company, writing cover letters, um, literally like trying to talk to as many people about the company to hear about them and to like, uh, see if there's any chance, right. Um, opportunity there for me. Um, so it's like, it's, it's, it's a very risky strategy. Um, and we'll see what happens. Right. So that's, I don't even know if that philosophy is even like going to pay off in the, in the eventual run. I hope it does. I really hope it does. I think it does. Um, but we'll, we'll know what happens in the future. Um, so that's, that's like one more tangible kind of thing that I've been guiding. It has been like, Oh, like, you know, for the future, I'm going to pick the few over the many. Yeah. And then some other things has been like, um, and this is kind of related to like our productivity talk, you know, like, I think earlier on in the, in, before my gap court even started in the summer, you know, I was, I was nervous, you know, I was like, dude, what am I going to do? Like, and because it was kind of the summer and, um, I wasn't really happy then, you know, and mm. I was like, dude, like, gosh, I'm not like doing X, Y, Z. I'm not, um, kind of fulfilling my, my life of being productive, right. And, and doing stuff off a checklist or something or, or, um, you know, everyone else, you know, at school, like they're doing their own thing. Like I'm not doing my thing right now. Um, and as I've kind of like progressed through this gap quarter, man, I'm, I've realized just like, it's just, yeah, you got to change your definition of like what it means to be happy really. Cause if you're not happy, there's, I, I think there's a high probability that there's, it's something that you need to change yourself versus something you need to change in the environment around you. Um, I think being happy definitely requires an internal change rather than something external because Mm. um, I think, and I've been reading this from a lot of, I guess, rational optimists around on on the internet and everything, but like, man, the world is a beautiful place and I I definitely do agree with that. And I think um, regardless of where (laughs) you're standing, regardless of where you're standing is like, like, there are so many, there are so many things to be happy for, you know? And it's like, yeah. Uh, why you know and, and and i think that especially um relates to people like that are kind of in in the united states that you know are more or less you know 
average or like you know they have enough money to kind of satisfy themselves in a way and like they're they're in school or something and you know you meet so many people that are unhappy and they're like that you know like they're in college and you know maybe um you know they're living in an apartment or something and their parents are like they're they're in a good they're in a good situation and they're still not happy right and yeah. and, and it's like you know you, you have to look deep inside and ask yourself like what what determines your happiness you know and what kind of things um really make it worthwhile because uh, you know, too many people think about their school grades as a, as a form of happiness or too many people think about, you know, checking things off a checklist to be productive. That makes them happy, you know, or, um, oh, a career, even a career, right? Like, like, oh, like I got to work. I got to, you know, um, work yeah, at a big yeah, company, yeah. you know, a hundred, you know, make a lot of money, then I'll be happy. Or even like education. I got to go to Harvard. Or I got to go to the University of Washington. I got to get into the computer science program to be happy. Yeah. Like, like, dude, like when I... I think like all of those things, like, gosh, they fade away so quickly. When I got into the CS program here, yeah. like, I know everyone stresses over, you know, and it's yeah, like yeah. I got in, and then like, the, like the the high, the high, like having like that kind of high of like, yeah. oh, I got into like this yeah. program, that fades, dude. Like, I got so bored of it after like, yeah. so like, and it's it's um, God, I'm not saying it's supporting because I think it's like getting into the program, going to Harvard, yeah. getting into a big company, that's great, right? But like. Just don't let it control you in that sense, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I like it fades, man. All of all of these worldly things, they fade. They fade exactly. so hard. Like you want one thing, you're gonna get. Like you're gonna get it, and then eventually, that's that high of getting it. That high of like, oh, I can get what I wanted so long. That's gonna fade. It's the you know humans are we run on like a hedonic treadmill we keep wanting more and more and it's just like like holy crap dude like <laughs> like calm down you know like and this co- this yeah. goes to clothing this goes with this goes with a lot of things right yeah. like you buy more shirts with or you my buy iPhone more 12. yeah or okay, well, the <laughs> iphone 12 your phone broke so i mean and it's it's okay to like kind of have these yeah. pleasures but it's just like you know you got to be conscious of the treadmill that you're kind of running on right like it's keep wanting more so yeah yeah um so for me right like it's definitely been trying to cast aside you know like my preconceived notions of what it means for me to be happy and to kind of realize the current present that i'm living in is more than enough to make me happy and content and you know spending time with family and coding and and kind of uh relieving myself of any high expectations has helped me kind of be at more at peace be more content um be more serene like i'm like yeah like it's it's been such a more just um you know it's it's been such a calming calming life to live right now and so it's mm-hmm. you know it, i'm incredibly grateful for it um and then so i guess that has been one of the more directing um ideas and philosophies that i've had is has been you know like you know forget the treadmill you know and yeah. forget the expectations you have for yourself and you got to live in the present and yeah, you got to yeah. do this and that. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to edit this part out, but, uh, are you okay with Smoke doing like weed? 30... <laughs> okay. I'm not going to edit this part out now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. We're kind of, like, I, dude, over. I was like, oh my God, I just touched a spider, bro. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wash my hands. One second. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my. Did you kill it? Like, um, Oh, it was dead, bro. That's why it wasn't moving. <laughs> um, you know, how, like a, you have a, like a stack of post-it notes. Like yeah. I was just like messing around with like one of the corners, like flipping it up and down, and yeah, then I realized the there's a spider right below my hand, and I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> um, so, anyways, I'm back and I'm good.
Who's the second guest? Second guest. I mean, that's a secret for this podcast. But um, you can you can take it. You can block <laughs> it out. Yeah. But it's gonna be. Hey everyone, it's Kevin, and I'm editing the podcast right now after I recorded it with Aaron. And I just realized that I'm still pretty a newbie at um, doing podcasts. And I realized that I forgot to do an outro also when I was with Aaron. Um, So yeah, if you listen to the entire thing, like all 40 minutes of it, that's honestly so great. And that's kind of crazy to me because I had a hard time listening it to myself the entire 40 minutes. Um, But yeah. Thank you so much if you listened, and if you want to be updated on anything that goes on with this podcast, just follow the What's Up Be podcast on Instagram or Twitter. But yeah, thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.